Welcome to Job Sharing and Beyond, the future of work podcast that goes beyond the traditional nine to five. I am Karen Tischler, speaker, consultant, and host of the show, where we hear from global experts every other week to discover innovative solutions and tips on how to remain a relevant employer in the future. I am very appreciative to introduce Heike Rosenberg today. After graduating with a linguistics and economics degree from FU Berlin, Heike worked for the German health insurance EKK Südwest, including 10 years as an HR manager. She also led the expert group on work-life balance. In early 2019, Heike founded Heike Rosenberg Consulting, focusing on competency management and development. She consults and works as a coach and speaker on a part-time basis. Since February 2020, Heike has been the HR business partner at Pro Alpha Business Solutions GmbH. Welcome to the podcast, Heike. Thank you very much. There are so, uh, people from all over the world listening to us. And so I always ask my guests, where are you calling in from? And is there anything special regarding food or sites in your area that people should know about? I am calling from St. Ingbert, that is a smaller town in the state of Saarland from Germany. And um, well, I love chocolate and actually everything that contains chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite uh, place of interest is not so much a specific building or something similar, but rather the forests. The Zalan has many, many beautiful forests and um, I love it too, just walking uh, around and just feeling the nature. I love that. So I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. That sounds really beautiful. I have been to the Saarland um, a few times, but it's a long time ago. So <laughs> I look forward to coming back again. That's cool. <laughs> so now. When I was doing research about you, I saw that your background is economics combined with linguistics, but you also did an internship in HR in the US. So could you share with our listeners how that came about and your subsequent um, career focus, please? Sure. In the beginning, I had the plan to become a journalist in economics. But after some internships in the print media and radio, I realized that is not the direction I wanted to go. And then at this time, I met my American boyfriend and we wanted to share some time together. So I did an internship in human resources in Houston. And well, I fell in love um, with HR and wanted to uh, continue working in HR. I remember reading the first time your phrase transferable skills gained in private learning environments sometime in about 2019. And I was so appreciative because that was really sort of the first time that I saw somebody recognizing the unpaid care work and the voluntary work that often people talk about, well, this is a career gap or a career break. And so could you 
walk our listeners through how you, you know, start us focusing on that. Yeah, sure. I worked in HR for a health insurance company for about 14 years. And um, my responsibilities also include the supervision of employees on maternity or parental leave. So mm -hmm. I took care of them uh, and I took care of their return from parental leave um, to the company. Many of the employees were very concerned about how they would be taken back into the company as some of them had not acquired any specialist knowledge for several years, of course. Mm -hmm. um, I tried to give them a different perspective on their parental leave. So yeah, it is true that they did not acquire any specialist knowledge during this time, but they acquired much more important knowledge, I think. They have uh, social skills such as networking or self-learning skills and solution orientation and in no other seminar in the world can they acquire these competences the same way. This also applies to employees who care for relatives or work on a voluntary basis. Um, it quickly became clear what kind of treasures lie in this company and they are not being used. So I developed a seminar together with a colleague in order to work out with the employees their competencies that they have acquired during parental leave and in voluntary work or by caring for relatives. And at the same time, we also worked in workshops with managers in order to make use of the employee skills and some of which had not been yet discovered. Uh, of course, in the interest of the company. That was really cool. <laughs> it, it must have felt so amazing for these employees that instead of maybe them being worried that coming back and being perceived as, you know, having missed out on trends or latest training or, or computer skills or some other skills that all of a sudden somebody says, hey, what you have done over all of these years is actually really important and these soft skills will help you and us as an organization to develop further because now you might have some, as you said, leadership skills or some other soft skills. So um, now when I was reading um, and conducting my research about you, you mentioned that not everybody will gain the same skills or the same intensity of these skills during unpaid care work. And so that HR therefore needs to look more individually at these gained skills. So could you explain that further, what you guys did then? Yeah, we all have different living conditions and resources to fall back on. We also have different values and experiences. And our seminars um, have shown that there were competencies that were congruent, but also different. For example, um, a father of twins who was mm -hmm. on parental leave for a year while his wife worked 
uh, reported that his networking was much more difficult because you still meet almost only women in the morning on the playground. So if he then called a mother to arrange a date to play, he was, it was more bit difficult than if he had been a woman. He had to fight more persistently for his networking and learned a lot in this time. And even in volunteering, not all employees acquire the same skill. It depends on what they do, how often they are doing it, and what kind of resources they have. And that is uh, exactly why this is so exciting, this topic. Um, what skills do employees acquire at private learning environments? Or how do they acquire them? And what kind of intensity? Um, many of these competencies can be transfer, um, transferred to the workplace. Here, the manager is asked to work with the employee to determine which competencies have been acquired and how the employee can apply them in the workplace. This is so interesting. And thank you for particularly using an example where there is a dad who was doing unpaid care work because I often feel that it is still very much associated with moms only. And so one of the reasons why I also interview here on the podcast, men who focus on men and care is exactly this. And as you said, they often feel the very same problem that some of the classes might be the mommy and me class, or they are the only dad picking up their kids after school. And also that sometimes, um, you know, somebody might say to them, wow, this is really nice. Your wife must be so happy that you are helping out and are then often shocked to hear that, oh no, I'm the full-time carer of my child. So I really truly believe that, you know, the more we can make this that it is across both women and men, the more normalized we can make it. And that's why I'm so appreciative about the focus on the skill set, because I feel often um, skills are only perceived to be valuable if they are in an environment where people get paid to do the job and instead as you mentioned whether that is a voluntary position or unpaid care work it's skills that one learns and now how do the skills that we've been talking about compare to the skills that are required for work 4.0 well with digitization we are facing a profound change in society, technologies, innovations, and business areas. And we are doing so at a rapid pace. Digitization is changing our ideas of what we understand by work and the conditions under which we work. So the increasing dynamics in the world of work make it necessary for companies to, and their employees to adapt quickly um, in order to remain or become competitive. Therefore, in my view, self-learning competence is one of the most important skills of Work 4.0. And it is 
previously the competence that is strongly acquired in at private learning environments. This is pretty cool, I think. <laughs> I completely agree with you. I was a stay-at-home mom for 11 years, and if somebody had told me beforehand all the different things I would learn and acquire, I would have truly been very surprised. And I also feel that I was, I was a manager before I had children, and I often wish I would have had the children already while I was a manager, because I think I would have just acted differently now as I know more of how do you support and guide whether it's employees or children. I have a lot of employees in the seminar who are starting to cry because they understand that they did a good job and they um, they are just I don't know how to say that they are rising up there. They are smiling. They know they are good and they are good employees and they can use it for their job. And that is so good to see. And they are feeling so strong and self-confidence. That's really a good thing. I so agree. And it leads to a question that often that type of unpaid care work was so invisible it was oh it's just this little bit of raising your kids and doing homework or housework and then all of a sudden then came COVID and a lot of it was much more in the open when there were young children coming by the zoom call to me it made it much more visible so what have you noticed so I noticed that some managers have gained a better understanding of unpaid work at this time because they had to do it uh, too. So also some companies have learned and are increasingly offering services for parents or employees with caring relatives. But um, I feel that more and more women continue to take the job at home. And although I also know many great fathers who are committed to their visibility and rightly so so yeah i think there is a change um but it's still going slow what i feel is we need more male role models because of covid 19 i've had the opportunity to attend some online um, seminars in germany and around the world and it seemed to me that the more we are able to talk about leaders who are doing part-time management and especially if they happen to be male that really sets a new um, standard within an organization and i often quote sap and i just feel they are just amazing how they are doing this by having all the management roles in a job sharing um, position and that out of this came that 43% of the uh, management job sharers happened to be actually male. Heike, you founded Heike Rosenberg Consulting and among others, you offer the profile pass, like a profile passport. Could you explain more what that exactly means? Sure. The Profile Pass is an instrument to look at your own life systematically. 
Um, the user says their authority to learn to estimate correctly. And uh, it asks for experiences from families, spare time, working life, or voluntary work. And it pays attention to very personal skills. And this competence balance is the first step towards a new professional orientation. And users gain an overview of their skills and interests and then link them to their current wishes and future plans. So you, you are learning um, a lot about your, your own competence and how to use it to, um, to, you know, to link it with your current goal. And do you have like an example of somebody who was filling that out and maybe a surprise that they learned about by doing that? One person who is working as a customer consultant, um, he's doing a voluntary job at the fire department mm -hmm. and uh, he, he acquired a lot of skills um, like uh, staying calm in a risky situation or leadership skills and mm -hmm. um, he talked to his managers about his skills and he said that's so cool so I'm um, using you for being a sub substitute for me so he is um, he's not a manager but mm -hmm. When his manager is going to vacation or any other situation, he's doing the manager job because he he learned how to do that in his voluntary work. Thank you so much for sharing because to me, that's something that often um, people at work might completely not be aware of or underestimate what skills people have within them that they clearly have demonstrated outside of the paid workforce, but there hasn't been any tool that really captures that very well. So thank you for creating this because I think it really helps to use that skill set. And then as you had said before, I think it makes people feel much more confident as well that there is recognition of the skills that they have acquired. So now, um, if you are a business leader listening to this right now, to our conversation, and you, you would like to start implementing that type of skill recognition and measurement in your own company, what would you tell that person? How mm. should they start? Um, as a first step, it is important to recognize and pay attention to informal skills from private learning environments within the company. So not just the formal skills, the informal skills are also very important. They should be included in appraisal interviews and assessments and target agreements. And then they add up to big picture uh, with formally acquired um, competencies. And if you want to go um, one step further, you can also offer target seminars or workshops with employees and managers. That sounds really, really helpful. I think there is still so much opportunity to grow. 
have you dealt with people who have been somewhat skeptical about these skills or using them in a business environment? Yes, very often. Many managers as well as recruiters believe that it is not important where the employee acquired his or her, her skills. And I think it is very important to recognize and acknowledge unpaid work um, through parenthood care or voluntary work. I also think that we are losing some competencies because in companies, we only have the view on competencies that are important for the own job profile. So we'll still take some time for company to discover the added value. Um, but I hope that the Corona period and the home office will change the perspective uh, on privately acquired skills. So I feel a little change, um, but there are a lot of managers who are not paying attention because it's not important for them. Um, yeah, that's sad. But after a while, they understand that companies benefit from a strange-oriented personal policy just as much as employees do. So the loyalty to the company increases. That's my hope going forward that more and more organizations will realize that focusing on this will really make people much more loyal and it will help with their training of employees and therefore reducing the recruiting costs. And so hopefully from a financial perspective, at a minimum, they see that as an incentive to really focus on that. Is there anything today that we haven't talked about that you would like to share with our listeners? Yeah, it is really incredible to see how much appreciation employees receive by recognizing and rewarding their achievements outside of work and using them in the workplace. And I would like to give another example. Um, in our seminar, we had a co-worker who nursed her father for 20 years and her mother for eight years who was wow. suffering from dementia. And during this time, she learned to remain calm in every situation, to assert herself and to explain things in a new way again and again and again because of the dementia. So the, um, this employee was a customer consultant. Um, and after talking to her manager, she would be used more often in conversations with difficult customers, even from the areas of the other employees, um, who, for example, are choleric or do not speak German very well. She did not mind these conversations. She remained calm and composed. And this made the work of the other employees much easier. And she but she didn't know for a long time that she is doing such a good job. And everything, everybody was so thankful that she is doing these conversations, conversations she didn't mind at all. So everybody um, wins in this situation. The company wins and the employee wins too. So that's really cool. And the employee is really, really happy and about this appreciation. Thank you so much for sharing this example, Heike, because I really, really feel it's so important 
to take these skills and apply them. And, and I feel this is an area where there is still so much growth necessary and, and awareness building. And so every example that you have presented, I really feel helps to make it more visible why it is such an important um, thing to do. Now, how can people connect with you? You can reach me at infoconsulting rosenbergde or via my homepage, uh, consulting rosenbergde as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, or Xing. <laughs> That's where I am. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming onto the show today, Heike. It was so interesting and I'm so appreciative that you were willing to share all your knowledge to the worldwide audience we have so that they too can learn more about how important it is to use these skills from unpaid learning environments. You're welcome. That was pretty cool. Thank you very much. It was really wonderful hearing Heike talk about the competencies learned in private learning settings and what a difference they can make when utilized in the business settings, both for the employee as well as the employer. This 25th episode with a guest concludes the job sharing and beyond episodes for 2020. Thank you so much for listening. We will soon share a survey to gather feedback and suggestions from our listeners to create even more value in future episodes. Also, don't forget the fourth issue of our Emily's Past Consulting newsletter will be published on New Year's Eve with updates on our previous guests and teaser previews of our guests in 2021. Please subscribe to ensure you can read the complete issue. Happy New Year! 2021. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We hope you gained valuable insights and new ideas. To keep listening to future episodes, please head over to iTunes or your favorite player and subscribe and give it a rating. We would very much appreciate a review and for you to share it on social media so more people can start innovating in how they offer employment. Until the next time, goodbye!